Thank you for listening to the Giving Light Podcast. We are a family church and world outreach center. Our heart is to empower you to walk in true freedom and equip you to impact your world. Please visit our website at givinglight.org to learn more about us and our many resources, including original music by Brave Music, e-courses for leaders, tools for raising powerful kids, and more. If you would like to support Giving Light financially, visit our Give Online page to choose the best giving method for you. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy this message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that you're alive? I had some wise person just mention to me, uh, if he wakes up with a pulse, it's a good day. So, it's why? Oh, get you off to a good start. How many of you glad you got a pulse? You know, some people aren't sure. Grammy at home, she uh, she's keep believing that she wakes up in heaven. I wouldn't mind that myself, but my wife wouldn't care too much for it. Thank you, Lord. Well, if you don't make more noise, I'll have to do something to... I don't like... Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm, a, I'm going to continue a theme that I started last week. What did I talk about last week? See, I could preach the same thing over again. You wouldn't know the difference. Hallelujah. I was talking about hearing the voice of God. And I want to share with you this morning that the Lord hasn't changed. You know, we change. You know, I used to wear a 32-inch uh, waist. You know, I used to, I, Nah, forget about what I used to wear. Uh, but I... <laughs> you know, I've changed. You know, nations change. Nations change, people change, uh, everything changes, but God never changes. He says, I am the Lord God, I change not. And the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is consistent. You know, some people are putting their hope in and their focus on things that are constantly changing, and that's why their, their lives are so up and down, because their, their focus is on things that are continually changing. But Jesus never changes. God the Father never changes. He said he is, the Bible says that he is good and his mercy endures forever. You know, uh, a lot of times, uh, well, I, Again, I was uh, talking about hearing the voice of God last week, and the Lord just dropped into my thought, uh, into my thinking this morning, that a lot of times we, we as individuals, we think that God hears, you know, these people and these people. God hears the apostles and the prophets, and God, you know, when you know when Jesus was was uh, born in Bethlehem, he didn't go speak to the elite. He didn't speak to the king. He didn't speak to the, uh, to the scholars. He spoke to the lowliest of the low. He spoke to the shepherds. He spoke, uh, Mary, uh, Joseph and Mary, they weren't, uh, they weren't on the uh, registered in the social elite. You know, she was a poor handmaiden. 
God spoke to her. God speaks to God speaks to people that don't think that he would speak to. You might be one of those candidates that God is trying to get through to you, but you think that God wouldn't speak to you, but you are a candidate for God to speak to. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And if we are humble, then God will speak to us. Hallelujah. God is speaking more than what we are ready to receive. I want to, uh, I want to read from uh, Deuteronomy. If, and keep in mind, I want to keep reminding you that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He speaks to common people. He speaks, God, you, I love this one. This is an original with me. But God uses people that makes mistakes. Why? Because there's no other kind. <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes and God uses people that makes mistakes. Hallelujah. We know that he used the woman at the well. Why was she there by herself? Because she didn't want to go out with everybody else. Because they'd be talking about her. She went out by herself, therefore, but God used her to win a city to himself. But in Deuteronomy chapter 28, it says this, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey my voice. Say, obey my voice. Well, you can't hear a voice you can't obey a voice unless a voice is being spoken. So some of you, some of you want to reduce that to, well, he's talking about his word. And we, and we listen to the word, we read the word, we digest the word, but God also has a voice. Who was doing all the talking in Genesis chapter 1? And God said, and God said, and God said, and God said, and God said. He didn't give up his mouth. <laughs> he still has a mouth. So God speaks and God's still speaking. And he, you know, God talks to, God talks to nothing and it starts to, ha and, and it obeys him. God speaks and there's life. And if we will hear his voice, it will generate more life within us. Life will be manifested to us and through us. So he says again, it shall come to pass if you diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Now, all of this is in context with hearing his voice. Now, listen to this. He says, and all these blessings shall come upon you. Why? Because you're hearing something. So, well, I wonder why God, when God going to bless me. I wonder when you're going to open your ear to hear him. You know, uh, uh, I was at a doctor's office one time and she stuck that thing in my ear to look in there. And I said, what are you looking for? She said, earwax. She said, a lot of people that lose their hearing, they got a plug of earwax in there. 
You know, sometimes we need to get the, we need to get the spiritual earwax out. The spiritual earwax so that God can, God's voice can come in loud and clear. Do you have a radio in your car? How many of you know it doesn't work unless you turn it on? And sometimes if you're on a long trip, you'll be listening to your station. This is why it frustrates me about Christian stations. Have you ever noticed they don't have as much power as the secular stations? Hallelujah. Amen. But anyway, once you get out of there, once you get out of range, you have to tune it. You have to reach over to the tuner and start tuning it. You know, some so I don't hear God. We'll start tuning. We're going to talk about how to tune today. But uh, I want if you have a Bible, anybody bring a Bible anymore? Hey, hallelujah. I'm going to I'm going to be reading from uh, Isaiah chapter 30. This is um, just a thought that the Lord dropped into my thought this morning. Um, here we go. I don't have the time to read the whole context, but really it's it's God's going to be sending them into judgment, but he's speaking he's speaking words of life to them. You know, uh wouldn't it be nice if if you recognize when you're being disciplined that God's speaking life to you? God is speaking life to you. But he says this. He says, your your ear shall hear a word behind you, saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. So in other words, as you're walking down the way, God is behind you or God, God is speaking and he says, this is the way, walk ye in it. Now, you're familiar with the scripture uh, in John chapter 14. It says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. What is that? The way is a journey. The way is a journey. You don't get there as I accept you, Jesus. Well, if you got there right away, you'd die and go to heaven as soon as you accept Jesus. Well, that'd cut down on the conversions, wouldn't it? But anyway, that's not the way it happens. No, when you accept Christ, you begin to walk in the way. And the voice will speak to you and say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Have you, ever, uh, have, you, have you ever had previous desires that you sometimes want to move to? You want to go to this? My wife, uh, I told her before we got married, I said, I'm not going to marry a woman and wake up in the morning to cigarette breath. Because my wife smoked four packs a day before she married me. And I said, I'm not going to marry somebody that smokes. Well, she quit smoking. But for years, somebody had light up a cigarette. Have you ever noticed the first, the first part of a cigarette smells good? Maybe some of you don't think that way, but anyway, but she, somebody would light a cigarette and she would like, <laughs> she'd be drawn to that. 
she'd be drawn to that. I know all of you are perfect and you're so sanctified and holy. I mean, the, the glow of the glory is just blinding me, but <laughs> the reality is is sometimes we get, we get, there's a pull back to other things. But God says, no, this is the way. This is the way, walk ye in it. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the one who brings, brings you life. You know, I don't, I, I, you know, people last year were saying, you know, boy, and, and even New Year's, boy, I, I can't wait to get out of 2020. Do you know what? I must have a short memory. I mean, I started thinking about it. I thought, what's so bad? About 2020. And then I started thinking, well, I had a lung biopsy. And I had this. But you know what? The best way is to have a short memory. If you want to have, you know, the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind. Forgetting those things that are behind. I press on to the mark of the prize of the high calling. Who cares about 2020? You know what? Nothing really changed. Oh man, it's 2021. Big deal. What'd you do? Sit around, watch TV and eat food. What was the difference? Oh, I'm supposed to be talking about hearing the voice of God. Well, let's get back on it. He says, you shall hear a word. In your ear, behind, you shall hear. This is the way. Walk ye in it. Well, there's a, there's a phrase called, uh, there's a phrase mentioned uh, by Shakespeare. And this is the first time I ever quoted Shakespeare, by the way. But I've, I've heard this phrase before. It says, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. But God's saying, lend me your ears. God's saying, I want you to lend me your ears so you can hear what I have to say because I want to teach you the way you should go. I want to teach you to profit. I want to teach you to prosper. I want to teach you how to walk in health. Can you say amen? Well, the first thing about, the first thing about uh, hearing the voice of God is you have to desire it. You have to desire it. Have you ever been around somebody you didn't want to hear talk? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, don't, don't be, uh, say, yeah, my wife here. <laughs> you don't want to do that. But the reality is, have you ever been around somebody you didn't want to hear talk? Well, you have to desire. You know, my wife doesn't snore. But you know, last night, there was a lot of noise in the bed, and I was awake. <laughs> she wasn't snoring because she don't snore. You know, that used to irritate me. That used to irritate me. Of course, then I, I thought, man, I wonder what I did to her previously. <laughs> but you know what? The Lord dropped something into my heart He's to appreciate to appreciate those noises because she's still alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
But the, but the thing is, you've got to desire to hear the voice of the Lord your God because people can be talking to you and if you don't want to hear it, you cut them off. It's amazing how people that are hard of hearing can hear a whisper for, uh, that's in the other room. But they can't hear you when you're talking to them. I think it's called selective hearing. I think if we have selective hearing even when it comes to the Lord. Why? Because we're fearful. He might send us to Africa. He might send us someplace we don't want to go. He might tell us to go talk to somebody in the grocery store. He might tell us to talk to our neighbor. He might tell us to do something we don't want to do. Therefore, we are selective in our hearing and we can tune out. Hallelujah. So do you have a desire? Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. He says seven times in Revelation, he says, he who has an ear, let him hear. So just because you have ears don't mean you'll hear. But he says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Hallelujah. Do you know that Israel did not want to, God wanted to lead Israel by his voice. But they told Moses, no, you go hear God and you go tell us what he said because they were afraid of God. And a lot of times God is speaking to people, God is speaking to believers and they don't want to hear because they are afraid of what God will say. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. So there's some actions that we need to take. We need to give up our views and attitudes so that we can follow God. He says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, if you're reading the Word and you see something that you don't agree with in the Word, what has to change? The right answer is you. If you're reading the Scripture... <clears throat> or if I am giving you a message and my message is in line with the Bible and you don't like what I'm saying, who has to change? If you want to hear the voice of God, it's got to be you. Do you know that I've had to change? Do you know that I've had to make adjustments? Hallelujah. We all have to make adjustments. If you don't make adjustments, that's, that's your deal. How do, we, how do we renew our minds? We renew our minds by the Word of God and by what the Spirit says to us. Now, this was years ago. That's how I, I get you to think it's way back. But anyway, yeah, years ago. My wife was having issues. <laughs> and I said, you know, and this was on a Wednesday night, and it was before people came to church. You know, you'd be surprised at how, how pastors have to change right before church services. But anyway, this is long. We were in Millersburg in the storefront. That's how long ago it was. So, 
Walburn shoe was still there. Anybody remember Walburn shoes? All right. <clears throat> so way back. So anyway, my wife was having these issues. And so I said to the kids, let's just go outside. So we're out there on the sidewalk on Center Street in front of the storefront church. And I say to God, I said, you know, Lord, help me love my wife. You know, that's a, that's a good prayer, don't you think? Help me love my wife. And God spoke to my, God spoke to me. It wasn't a, it wasn't a voice like Cecil B. DeMille. It was in my, it was my, in my inner man, but I knew it wasn't me. And he said this, he said, love is not a feeling, it is an action. He says, treat your wife with love and the feeling will come. So my wife's issue, what do you think my wife's issue was? <laughs> it was me. <clears throat> Lord, help my wife. I'm trying to, if I can get you to change. <laughs> you know, somebody said, what's... What's the holy, what's the voice of the Lord sound like? A lot of times it sounds like the voice of your wife or the voice of your spouse. A lot of times, not always. You say, yeah, but Adam, you know, Adam, Adam listened to his wife. <laughs> yeah, but you read about Abraham and Sarah said, get rid of of the handmaiden and her son. Who was her son? Her son was Abraham's son. And Abraham was grieved and God said, listen to your wife. Oh man, this isn't even in my notes. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why they're not going to let me preach much. But anyway... <laughs> Amos, Amos and Andy, no, A Amos, in Amos chapter 3, verse 3, it says, can two walk together unless they be agreed? Do you want to walk with God? You have to agree with him. You want to walk with God? You have, if he shows you something in, in the word that you don't like, you have to adjust yourself to that so that you can walk in agreement with him because he's not going to change. He already said, I'm the Lord God, I change not. So who's going to change? I like uh, my old pastor used, uh, when I was in Kansas City, the a husband and wife were, were riding down the road in the car. And you know, they used to have bench seats. Is that what they called them? Bench seats. Used to have bench seats, not bucket seats. <clears throat> and the wife said, she said, oh, we used to be so close. And he says, I haven't moved. I haven't moved. God hasn't moved. If we don't feel his closeness, he hasn't moved. He says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? Unless we're willing to change, we cannot hear from God, for we will reject what he's saying. 
He, we, how many of you know you reject sometimes what God is saying to you? Now, that doesn't mean he hasn't stopped talking to you. That just means that you don't want to hear it, so you cut it off. Oh, believe me, I'm preaching to myself. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody. <clears throat> I've done more stuff than probably most of you put together. Maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> Some of you could be scoundrels too in the past. Thank you, Jesus. In Exodus, <clears throat> in Exodus chapter 10, verse 3, Moses and Aaron came, to, came into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God, of the Hebrews, how long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? So God was speaking to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh would not humble himself to follow the Lord. And what was he saying? Let my people go, that they may serve me. Hallelujah. Have you ever heard of a, of a king by the name of Josiah? You know, uh, the, you know, the kingdom of Israel split. Those that were the kings of Israel were all wicked. They were just all wicked. But the kings of Judah, some of them were good and some of them were wicked. Josiah just happened to be one of those that were good. And uh, they were, the, the, the temple was decimated. And so Josiah said, I want you to repair the temple. I want you to clean the temple. I want you to get out that which is defiled in the temple. And I want the temple restored. And they found the book of the law. And they read it before him and he humbled himself. He says, the Lord spoke to him and says, because your heart was tender and you humbled yourself before God when you, when you heard the words against this place and against its inhabitants and you humbled yourself before me and you tore your clothes and wept before me, I have also heard you, says the Lord. So even though everything's in a mess, if you humble yourself, God will hear you. We've got to humble ourselves to hear him. Well, let's get into some New Testament scriptures. You say, well, you're all in the Old Testament. Well, let's go to the New Testament. In uh, Matthew chapter 5, Jesus is speaking. It's been called the Sermon on the Mount. He says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, some of, you are, some of you might be thinking, well, when, when we all get to heaven, if we're good, boy, good girls and boys, we're going to see God. How many of you know that God is moving now and some people don't see that, see what God is doing? There is revival happening over here, revival happening over here, and people cannot see it. Just like Herod and the scholars, when the star appeared, they didn't recognize that there was a king born, uh, that there was a king born, but there were these magi from the east. They came and said, we have seen his star. They were humble. They traveled hundreds of miles. But those that, are, those that were, it was happening, 
They couldn't see it. Besides, the one was a murderer and tried to kill Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You know, one, one of the thing, one of the actions we need to take is that we need to train ourselves to hear. We need to train our heart. How do I do that, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. In Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, he says this, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Do you love his word? Do you love his word? That's one of the first things of hearing the voice of God is having a desire and a heart for the word of God. You know, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but I like to listen to the scripture right before I go to bed. You can go on YouTube. Anybody ever been on YouTube before? I live on YouTube. What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't even have to buy TV anymore. You can just watch YouTube. But all you got to do is top, type in audio Bible. Or you can type in scriptures for healing. Scriptures for hearing the voice of the Lord. You can uh, audio Bible. You can listen to Isaiah. You can listen to Revelation. You can listen to the book of John. And you can just... Put that on and you can listen and most of you will just fall asleep just like I do. But I've noticed that when I get up the next day, my spirit is a lot more calmer. My spirit man's a lot more calmer because I didn't go to bed after watching an action movie. <laughs> I didn't go to bed after listening to the news. No, I'm listening to the good news. I'm listening to, to the power of the word. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. That's what's, that I'm feeding my spirit. And the Bible says here, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law he meditates day and night. Meditation is not emptying your mind. Meditation is filling your mind with the word of God. And then you mutter it, you speak it. You don't, have to, you don't have to yell it. You don't have to even say it loud enough for others to hear. But you are speaking the word of God. It's like, um, I, think, uh, I think I heard this before, that a cow has four stomachs. And when they eat grass, it goes into one stomach, it goes into another stomach, and then it comes back up. And then they chew that. And then they swallow. I don't know how many times it comes up. Sounds gross. But the reality is, is that's what meditation is. You put the word of God on the inside of you. And then when it comes up, don't ignore it. Start meditating on it. Start thinking it. Start speaking it. Even write it down. Even write it down. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in, his, and in his law he meditates day and night. Now, what's the benefit of that? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, you might not be relating to being, being planted by a river, but what if there's a drought? What the, the, if there's a drought, you want to be cl as close as you can to a water source. 
And sometimes when it looks like rivers go dry, rivers go underground. And if you're rooted and grounded in the word, your roots will go down deep and you will be still prosperous even in the midst of a drought. Hallelujah. You, you might have even been shining in 2002. Or not 2002, 2000. I just dropped a number anyway. <laughs> 2020. You know, what's wrong with him? He acts like nothing's wrong. No, I got a short memory. I forget those things that are behind. I press forward to the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. It gets gooder and gooder. I wrote that down and my spell check, <laughs> my spell check said it's in, it, it was a misspelling, but I just, you know, you can push a button and educate your spell check and say, add to dictionary. So it got gooder and gooder. I wanted to say this at the beginning, but it fits in here now. The Bible says the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter under the full day. Well, what else can we do to train our human spirit? Joshua chapter 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart from out of your mouth, but you shall meditate. In other words, what you meditate on, start speaking. Start speaking. You might need to meditate on healing scriptures. What is a healing scripture? Somebody help me. What? By his stripes were healed. What else? He, he sent his word and healed me and delivered me from my destruction. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all your iniquities, who heals you of all your diseases. Doesn't say he heals you of half of them. Three quarters of them. No, it says he delivers you from all your, but what, what's the phrase there? Bless the Lord. You know, I, I, you know I like old songs. You know I like secular songs. I, I, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> but there was this song I was thinking of the other day. It says, you got to pay your dues if you want to sing the blues. And you know it don't come easy. Well, I don't want to sing the blues if I got to pay my dues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let, let's, let's get on the smooth road. He said, oh, but pastor, you know, you're supposed to be on the narrow road. Doesn't mean it's not paved. The Bible says, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. The high places will be brought down. The low places will be brought up. In other words, you are preparing a road 
for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords go on, and I'm sure he'll let you walk on it. There is a scripture in the Bible that talks about the way of holiness. I don't have time to preach on it right now, but it's all good. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then he will have good success. You know, I don't know if the old songwriters believed what they wrote or not, but there is a, an old song that says, and he walks with me, and he talks with me. And he tells me, I am his own. And another guy said, and so much more. That's not in the song. But he doesn't just tell you that he, that he just doesn't tell you you belong to me. He says, this is the way, walk ye in it. Turn to the right, turn to the left, avoid this. This is the way. Walk ye in it. Walk ye in it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to have to quit here because, man, this next stuff just goes into a bunch of other stuff. And I just don't have... I wanted to talk... I wanted to get even a little more... Um, I'm going to have to talk to Katie about uh, having a prophetic class. And you need to come to the prophetic class... Because she shows you simple ways that you can hear the voice of God. And you need to have confidence in what God is saying. I want to give you a testimony as I'm wrapping this up. I was in, uh, I was in Brazil. And you think, oh, pastor, you know, we don't want to hear your stories because you're a pastor. Well, that don't mean nothing. I was in Brazil and I was being forced to do things. I'm not comfortable with. And so we were being, we were being, we were taught to hear, to get words of knowledge, and then you and then you have to go do it. Hallelujah. Well, I wasn't comfortable with that. How many of you, you know, the Lord makes you do things you're not comfortable with? So anyway. I was taught that, and then we were in this big church, and they had us, uh, the, the, the team, lined across the front, like we do here. And I just, it wasn't a vision. I just, I just saw a picture in my mind's eye. I saw toes with, like, look like boils in between their toes. Even just to think about it makes me think, ouch. So anyway, I gave my word. Well, you know, my faith was, hey, nobody's going to show up, so I don't have to pray about that. <laughs> I gave my word. The interpreter gave, gave the thing, and some guy shows up in front of me. Of course, I don't speak Portuguese. They speak Portuguese in Brazil. And the interpreter said, he's the guy with the boils in between his toes. So, well, if, God, if God's good enough to know that, he's good enough to heal him. Just prayed a simple prayer, and he just started, you know, 
They were gone. They were gone. I didn't do it. You know, a lot of times you think, well, I gotta have, I gotta, I gotta strengthen my faith. No. You just gotta listen to God and just do what he tells you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that we're breaking off fear, we're breaking off intimidation. Lord, you spoke to the common people when Jesus was. When Jesus was brought forth at Bethlehem, Lord, you spoke to the shepherds, you spoke to Mary and, and Joseph, you spoke to, uh, to the common people, and I thank you, Lord God, that we, we fit in with that. So I thank you right now in the name of Jesus as we break off intimidation, we break off fear, and we break off mindsets that are saying that I can't hear the voice of God. Let's, uh, would you pray this with me? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess. Now, if you've done this, go ahead and say it. I confess. Oh, I lost some of you. I confess that I have thought that I couldn't hear your voice. And now, Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses me and makes me righteous in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father. From now on, I'm going to expect for you to show me what you want me to see and hear in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask our healing team to come up.